It's time for the Smart Money Questions Podcast with Matt Hausman. This is the show that provides you with a sound financial education and helps you avoid financial pitfalls. Make sure you are asking the right questions by listening to the Smart Money Questions Podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Smart Money Questions Podcast. Walter Storholt here alongside Matt Hausman. He's the founder of Old Security Group with offices in Westchester, Newark, and also serving you all across the country digitally using the magic of of uh, just technology and all those great things. And also because he has the speed of Santa Claus. He could just be anywhere in the world at any time to deliver you great financial information. Isn't that right, Matt? Absolutely. That's right. We, we've got the sleigh out and all the reindeer. The elves are are having a good time packing everything in. And the same magic, too. You have to have that that Christmas magic or the, the Santa magic involved here in the process as well. So That's right. I got the hat on. You got to have Oh, <laughs> see, there you go. You got to have it all together. So you probably saw the title of today's podcast, The Financial Santa Claus. Here's the concept. In the spirit of this holiday season, we're going to cherry pick and uh, pick Santa Claus out here to kind of, you know, help be our launching point here. We're going to pretend that Santa Claus, who will be played by Matt Hausman, is going to fill up your stockings. So he's filling up the stockings of somebody who's approaching retirement or maybe recently retired with useful financial resources. But here's the catch. You can only fit six items into the stocking mat. So in your role as Santa Claus, you can only get so much down the chimney to stick into the stockings. So I'm curious, which six of these things would you choose? Now, let me give the the listener full disclosure here. I presented Matt with 20 options that he could choose from. So he had to narrow it from 20 down to six. And then he really, really begged, and he said that he would really squeeze it really hard down the fireplace and that he would get eight items into the stocking. So he picked eight of the 20. But I'm going to go ahead and pick on you right out of the gate. I've seen the list, and there was an option on the list that was gold. And Matt did not choose gold to put in your stocking. And that was a trick question, Matt. And I know why you didn't put gold in that stocking, but you know, this is you're just putting things in your client's stocking. Why wouldn't you put gold in their stocking? That just seems not very Santa like of you. <laughs> that would be the number well, that, one that, thing on my that, list. That's because all <laughs> none of all the clients had a strike on their list uh, if they were good or not. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So they they you know, all you guys <laughs> out there, that means everyone wasn't, you know, really, really nice throughout the year. So there's gonna be no gold. They weren't bad and enough for fact, coal, but they weren't good enough for gold. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> so th- this will be fun. All right. So let's go over the first couple of things. And and by the way, the purpose of this is to, you know, let's see what's really important. If Matt can only shove a couple of financial principles into your stocking, which principles will he choose? All right. So Matt, what's the very first thing that would come off the sleigh and down the chimney for somebody? The first one I would say is a fiduciary advisor. So right yourself. out of the gate, that's got to be the first one. What's that? <laughs> so yourself, you just, you know, you're going to, so myself, you're shimmying you know, luckily, on down there anyway. You might as well jump in the stocking too. That's exactly right. And you know, I just have a little doll that I'll leave in the stocking, right? So you, you can know I was there and luckily I have it put on any weight and I can get down the chimney. That's right. That's right. Exactly. So we always have to take those things into account. All right, but why? Why a fiduciary advisor? Why would that be something important we'd all want in our stocking? Well, I think it's, you know, I think most people have the understanding when they're speaking to any advisor that is dealing with their money, they're assuming that they always have the client in the best interest. And the reality is in our world, that isn't always the case. So there's different licenses that are available. 
And they have different, whether it's a fiduciary standard or what's called a suitability standard that can really kind of change the way the advisor is going to advise you. So let's always just don't make the assumption that just because we're sitting with them and they are advising us on their money that they are a fiduciary. And it's kind of like when you go see, you know, I always joke, we always make fun of attorneys. There's a million jokes about attorneys. But boy, when we want one or we need one, we want a really good one. And so when we're sitting in front of the attorney, our assumption is and their oath is that they're always going to act and defend our position to the utmost. The financial advisor should do the same thing. So that's why I believe that you want the advisor to have that same oath that an attorney has or a medical doctor has in taking your interest at heart and serving your interest over their own or the firm's own. So that's why I would say the fiduciary advisor is the first one down the chimney. Seems like a logical choice. And uh, yeah, that's really helpful. That fiduciary advisor going to help you make a lot of the right decisions through your financial life. So they'll help you take all of these other things I'm imagining that are going to be in the stocking and put them all together so that you've got a good financial plan. All right. So Mr. Santa Claus, what are you going to put in the stocking? What, what would be the second thing off the sleigh? Second thing is tax efficiency. Really exciting stocking that we've got going <laughs> on right here. You get Matt and tax efficiency. Congratulations. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't get much better now. And really the key with the tax efficiency is, is it possible in whatever you've accumulated or you're still accumulating, is there the opportunity to, let's say, pay our fair share and not anymore. And, you know, that is in overall your investment portfolio, all of that stuff, the distribution phase, even the accumulation phase is understanding how taxes fit into that. Because the reality is we always want to net the most in our pocket, which means reducing taxes if possible. Yeah, that's good. So tax efficiency, okay, not the sexiest thing to put into a stocking, but certainly going to be something that's very helpful overall. I do want you to know that Matt had some other choices on this list. I told you I gave him 20 choices. One of them was candy canes. So he could have put candy canes in there. He passed that up. For tax efficiency. All right. What's the third item coming off the sleigh, down the chimney, and into the stocking? I would probably say, you know, understanding how Social Security is going to play a part in your income. And that kind of goes with another one you threw out there, with it, which is understanding what your predictive or guaranteed income is going to look like when you finally do retire and the paycheck is no longer coming in. And just to let you know, in my opinion, that is as sweet as a candy cane and looks as good as a gold chain. Ooh, sweet as a candy cane and looks as good as a gold chain. How'd you like that? I threw them both out there. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, you just took all sorts of uh, other items off the list. Now you're starting to cheat. You're just combining a whole bunch of things now to throw <laughs> in the stocking. And just to let you know, Walter only gave me about 15 minutes to look at this list. So it is it's just coming off the cuff. That's true. That's true. We do have to admit that. So Okay, so Social Security optimization that's going to be in there as well, along with the tax efficiency. And, you know, I guess it is the nature of financial items, Matt, where they do go hand in hand. You can't help but combine things because nothing exists really in a vacuum other than maybe the candy canes in this scenario. None of these other things that exist in a vacuum, they all do tie in and get related to one another. Correct. Absolutely. So, yeah. and, and, and that goes, you know, we talk about it all the time, and that is holistic planning, in this case, it's holistic giving because I'm Santa Claus. So we want to make sure that we're covering all of the wants and the needs of the person receiving the gifts. 
Yeah. All right. So uh, what's the fourth item that's going to come off the sled and into the, you know, it's getting pretty full. We've got that big, uh, that big stocking now with tax efficiency. That's kind of an unknown size. So I don't really know how to, uh, how to quantify that one. And uh, we know what you did to the stocking when you jumped in there. So we're already pretty, this is like uh, at, at Christmas and my grandfather, everyone has their normal size stocking. And then Gramps has this just enormous stocking <laughs> that grandma knitted in. It's, you know, 13 times the size of anybody else's stocking. I think I have a feeling that's what the stockings that you're handing out here look like. But what's the next item that goes in there? I'm going to throw this one out there and I'm going to say it's a stress ball. Okay. Stress ball. There we go. Just An actual a, a, item. A stress ball. <laughs> you know, so because you didn't get gold and you didn't get the candy canes and you're looking at this. So I'm envisioning, you know, it's my son when instead of giving him the latest, greatest technology toy, he gets socks and undershirt. Mm-hmm. I once and was like, given hey, water. This is no joke. I was once given water and batteries in my stocking. <laughs> <laughs> Now, it was like oh the fancy gosh. water. It was Voss, you know, like fancy, the, you know, the, with like the Norwegian Voss water. And, wow. and I did need batteries for my CD player back then. So they were very practical <laughs> gifts. But nonetheless, I like to joke with mom and dad now, like water and batteries. That was a good, that was a good gift for a, you know, 15-year-old or whatever it was. Oh, well, that, that's why you, they should have given you also a stress ball. That's right. Right? <laughs> <laughs> You could, you would have squeezed that thing flat. Let me tell you. I was starting to actually get stressed at how underwhelming this, uh, <laughs> you know, stocking has been so far. So now I have the stress ball to take away some of that concern. All right, what's the next item on the list? What else is getting shoved into the stocking? A diversified portfolio. Now that is sexy, right there, right? There you go. That, that more so than tax <laughs> efficiency, I think. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you know, everyone talks about diversification and all that stuff, but it sure does. It's more exciting when I can watch Jim Cramer at 530 every night and he gets to tell me what to do. It's just so much more exciting than uh, a diversified portfolio, you know. Mm. But the reality is, is that a diversified portfolio, it's been proven that uh, academically and statistically that it's especially in retirement where we're wanting to shrink the range of returns, the ups and most importantly, the downs for coming into retirement. This needs to be, in my opinion, needs to really be looked at prior to reducing our risk even before retirement because we we wouldn't want to have, forget 2008, I always go back to the early 2000s. You don't want to have something like that happen over a two or three year period of time where the, the market loses 40% on a downward track and you weren't diversified because you were taking on too much risk. So diversification, a diversified portfolio, in my opinion, is extremely important. While it's boring, I understand, but in the long run, in my opinion, it's what's best. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So just a quick recap of what's in your stocking. Matt himself, a fiduciary advisor, tax efficiency, social security optimization, diversified portfolios, and that all-important stress ball. You have two more slots that you can put into this stocking mat. And I'll remind you, there are things on this list like dividend-paying stocks, six months of emergency savings, a paid-off home, the great next mutual fund. Some of the, These are some of the options that Matt has had to choose from, but he's gone in a different direction. What's the next item? I'm going to throw these last two because I know initially you told me I could only pick six. So the last two are not necessarily something I'm going to give everybody. Oh, Because okay. they might not be for everybody. It's kind of like, you know, we're going to give the grandson or the 
or the oh. the son one thing, and we're going to give the daughter or the granddaughter something different. So this is something oh, that not you're, everyone. You're just, you're just really embracing the analogy here. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah. not every kid gets the same thing here. So with yeah, Santa not Claus. everyone. Okay. You know, so I'm going to throw out life insurance, and I'm going to throw out an annuity, but I'm going to give some specifics. And life insurance is a something that, in my opinion, many people maybe misunderstand or don't understand the purpose. And life insurance can be used in all different kinds of ways. It's very effective at legacy planning. It can be very effective as a Roth alternative. It can even be a way, because I know one of the things you had on here, Walter, was long-term care coverage. Mm -hmm. It can even be a way to satisfy or take care of that obligation of long-term care. So there's many different, it's kind of like the Swiss army knife. It can be positioned in all different ways, but just to let you know, it's not for everybody. That's huge. So it really, it really depends. It's not just something, please don't get online and start filling out quotes for different life insurance. Cause that's not what we're implying. It should be part of the overall plan or your overall gift list. And really needs to be decided on if that's a gift that you would receive. And with that, I'll say an annuity. And I'm only speaking of one specific type of annuity for a specific type of money. And what do I mean by that? It should only be used in qualified retirement account money. So like IRA money is the only thing I believe it should be used for. And it should be used as a bond alternative. So if you're in a situation where you have a lot of money that is not in an IRA, I'm not suggesting that you use it there because of the tax issues. So we talked about tax efficiency earlier is an annuity with non-qualified money isn't the most tax efficient vehicle for that as an investment. So it should only be used on one side of the, of the, we'll call it the money line or the retirement account line. And then I only really utilize the uh, indexed annuity approach because it's extremely low in fees. And again, we're using it more as a bond alternative to look to capture a little more gain than what the bonds are offering right now, corporate grade A. So, you know, those are two things that not everyone's going to get. It doesn't belong in, in everyone's gift basket, so to speak, or stocking, but it is definitely something to consider. And, and if you think it's something that you should be getting, you know, you could be, you could be like my son or my daughters who, if they don't get it, then I'm hearing about it for the next month until I get it for them. Right. So you can just keep asking, 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 but that's really the key is find out if that does make sense in your overall plan. This really was a stocking of, you know, the things that you need, not necessarily the things that you want, much like my water and batteries stocking was back in the day. And that's okay sometimes. Every once in a while we need a little bit of dose of not what we want, but what we need. And I think you've drawn a great representation of that here, Matt. So quick recap, here's what you got in your stocking. You got a fiduciary advisor, tax efficiency, social security optimization, a diversified portfolio, and a stress ball. You all get that in your stocking this year. Congratulations. <laughs> Only some of you might get that annuity or life insurance because it might not be appropriate for everyone who's listening today. So that's important to keep in mind. Great illustrations, Matt. I do appreciate you taking us down that road. Although I will encourage you next year to throw candy canes in there because everybody likes a little <laughs> bit something sweet in their, in their stocking, right? That's exactly right. Well, I'm assuming they've already had a lot of sweet to eat. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So for those who have already indulged don't need any more sweets is what you're, where you're going with that. 
Correct. That, that makes a lot of sense. You're a very healthy Santa Claus, from what we can tell. <laughs> they must put out celery sticks for you, not cookies, yeah. when you visit. Again, that's why I give out stress balls. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, fun stuff. Well, thank you, Matt. That was fun. And I think we learned a little bit about what makes a good financial plan in the process of finding out what makes a good financial stocking. So there you go. What would you want in your financial stocking, I guess we'll call it? Uh, let us know. Go to smartmoneyquestions.com. Reach out to Matt Hausman. Let us know what you would want to have in that stocking, and we'd love to hear your comments and your thoughts on that. You can always call Matt at 610-719-3003 if you have any questions about your financial plan, especially as you gear up for the new year as we're recording this podcast right before the start of 2018. So if you have questions heading into the new year, always a good time and a good reminder to check with Matt Hausman on things. 610-719-3003, smartmoneyquestions.com also the place to go. Thank you for listening to the podcast, and uh, we hope you have a uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, uh, whatever it is that you celebrate. Enjoy this time of year. It is always a fun time. All right, that does it for this edition of Smart Money Questions Podcast. We'll look forward to talking to you next time. Mm-hmm.